You're listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home Podcast. How's it going? Welcome back to the Mind Your Home podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle. We're here for episode number 30, moving right along. So this episode is all about telling you or urging you rather to stop cleaning and organizing so much. There's a better way to do things. It's it's not sustainable to be constantly cleaning and organizing and frustrated when things aren't put back where they belong. And you know, the, it, it can be disruptive. And there, there's an easier way to go about it. And I read an article, it was on CNBC or by CNBC, um, about how many minutes per day we spend on average taking care of our homes. And actually, before I even read the article, my guess was right on. It was exactly what was listed in the article, which was anywhere between 60 and 90 minutes. Interestingly enough, um, single people who are renting an apartment uh, only clean their house 60 minutes on average per day, whereas married people who live in a home that they own tend to be closer to 90 minutes, which makes sense. It makes sense to me. It's a different dynamic, different lifestyle, different number of people in the in the building, all of that good stuff. But either way, 60 to 90 minutes per day, that stuff adds up. That's like, if you took an average of that, and we're just talking about maybe two hours per day on a regular month, that's 60 hours in the month. Like how much could you do with that time? Think of all the things, just all the things that you could do with two extra hours per day if you weren't having to take care of your home. And think of how much you could do with 60 extra hours per month. Maybe you could take a trip like take a little vacation, you could take like a three day vacation, right? With those 60 hours per month. It's just insane to me. But it's totally believable at the same time. You know, like I said, before I read the article, my guess was going to be anywhere from one to three hours. And, um, and it's not at all surprising that that's the case. Because, you know, I've lived that way before. I know tons of people who it's like their pastime or what they do when they're not at work is just a constant stream or flow of cleaning and tidying and organizing until it's bedtime, essentially. Now, look, I like for things to be clean. I'm very influenced by my environment. I think that most people are, especially most women, but some of us are more than others. And I'm definitely somebody who's very highly influenced by my surroundings and my environment. It affects my mood and my energy on a really strong level. And so I really do like for my space to be clean. I like for it to be organized and to look nice and to know where things are and just feel, you know, like safe and secure and comfortable. You know, all of those things. I like I like for things to be the way they're supposed to be whenever it comes to my surroundings. But I don't spend hardly any time at all cleaning my house. I started actually thinking about it now, to be fair, because I know my kids are going to jump in and be like, well, that's because we do all the chores. They do rotate dishes every day. Obviously, no matter who you are, you're still wearing clothes, you're still going to have laundry, you're still, you know, using dishes that are going to need to be washed at some point. And 
to be fair, my kids do rotate or flip a coin rather for who's going to be doing the dishes. But, you know, like, don't let them fool you. They're not doing a crazy amount of cleaning. Either way, I would say I spend maybe an hour per week cleaning and organizing things. And and the house is not falling apart, you know, like there's not stuff all over the place. I mean, sure, we've gotten into our routines and rhythms of, you know, using something and most of the time, hopefully putting it away, at least I do, you know, when you've got kids, there's only so much you can do. But even with that, even with two kids, and, you know, a man in the house and a a one year old dog in the house and all that, honestly, like, our place doesn't get really messy or cluttered. And, The reason for that is the same reason that I'm making this episode is because we just don't have that much stuff. And interestingly enough, like even though I talk about clutter-free living and have a million articles out there on different ways to get the clutter out and why it matters and all of these things, so many people will reach out to me and say, you know, ask me questions about storage solutions. You know, like if if I send out a survey saying, you know, what's the number one thing you want to get out of this masterclass that I'm offering? I'll get responses almost every single time of people saying, I want to know how to store more of this stuff. I want to know better ways to organize this stuff because I can't seem to find enough space for it. And it's, you know, it's like one of those things where the simplest answer tends to be the right answer. And I love keeping things simple. That's kind of my life philosophy is, okay, well, what's the most simple response to this question? And obviously, in this case, it's that you just need less stuff. You don't need more storage solutions, you need less stuff. If you have less stuff, then you're not having to worry about where you're going to put all these things or how many bins you need to line up or what special type of drawer or cabinet system you need to find. Because if you just find that right one, if you just, you know, go to Crate and Barrel or somewhere that like creates these these really unique and inventive, what, what would you call them, like storage solutions, you know, that if you just find the right one, then all of your belonging problems are going to be solved and everything is going to be, you know, nice and you can relax and, and enjoy your clutter-free home. But the thing is, that's not clutter-free. That's clutter reallocation. That's just moving things around. And it doesn't actually work. I mean, if it worked, that would be one thing. You know, if there really was a, a one-stop shop, you know, buy a couple of things and then you're all set then great. You know, why not? If you can spend a couple hundred dollars on some amazing storage solution that will keep all of your things tidy to where you know exactly where they are, and it lasts, and you weren't having to clean and organize after that point, then sure, why not? You're getting the result. It's all about the result or the solution, right? But that's not the case. It just doesn't work. Organizing does isn't a sustainable option because it requires continuous upkeep. So regardless of where you're shoving your stuff, eventually it's going to come back out. And then you're going to be in the cycle of upkeep, you know, of shoving it back where it belongs, of finding a new spot for it, of digging through your different storage locations in order to find the thing that you need. If you're not getting anything out the door, if you're not, and and this is, of course, if you have a lot of stuff and you are constantly cleaning and organizing, because truthfully, if you're you're constantly cleaning and organizing, then something is, is wrong. Like that should not be your daily life goal or whatever to to spend one to three hours on on cleaning. Now, I know 
I know that there are a lot of people out there who will say, well, I really enjoy it. It's cathartic for me. And I actually get that too. Because sometimes when I'm really pondering on something or I'm trying to figure something out, I'll find myself just cleaning or organizing random little things. Because to me, like taking some kind of tactile action, um, you know, can help me to work things out in my mind at the same time. So I understand that. But still, it's not necessarily a daily phenomenon that should be occurring. That it's not part of my my daily routine. It's something that I, I use as a cathartic measure whenever I need to. If you could do something else with that 60 hours, like if I were to ask you right now, okay, next month, you get an extra 60 hours, you don't have a normal 24 hours in the day like everybody else. Oh, no, that month, you're going to be getting a whole extra 60 hours. What do you want to do with it? I bet you that probably 0% of you are going to say, oh, I'm going to clean and organize with that 60 hours. I am so excited to be going and washing some clothes and doing some dishes and folding some blankets. That's that's what I look forward to. You know, most people would not say that. When you think of it in that way, when you think of it as a lump sum, because it is, all of our minutes are adding up to something at the end of the month, at the end of the year, at the end of our lifespan, if you want to think of it like that, um, you know, the minutes matter and you can choose to dedicate or delegate those minutes to whatever you want. You can, you know, you can tweak any situation that you have. I know that it's just like the nature of our brains that we like to think that that we have to continue doing things the way that we've been doing it. We get in these routines and these perception bubbles and, you know, we just, we live on automation, which is great. You know, our brains are created to work off of habits. Otherwise, we would be overloaded all the time trying to make new decisions that we've already, you know, that should already be on automation, you know. So this whole, this whole habitual automation that we tend to work in or live in is, it's without a doubt beneficial and efficient. But if there are things that we want to change, then it can start to become a hindrance because we start to just believe that this is the way it is. There is no change. This is who I am. This is my situation. And it doesn't have to be. I, I think that like most of the time, whatever our situation is, doesn't have to be our situation. We have a choice every single day, every single minute, we have another choice. So that means that you can choose to start doing something else with that one to three hours per day. You can start choosing to, you know, maybe take space or time for yourself, or maybe you use that time to get ahead in something else so that you really can accumulate that 60 hours into one bulk and do something really cool with it, like take a trip or, or take just some time off or whatever, you know, whatever it is that you're into. Think of, you know, just... Jedi mind trick this thing, <laughs> like, like try to hack it and see how could I maximize the efficiency of that time that I'm spending every day currently in cleaning and house upkeep, which again is on average of one to three hours and it may be more for you, maybe less for you, but who knows, like you could be spending all day long. Maybe you work from home or maybe your job is raising your kids and you could be literally spending your entire day working on your house. So what if that wasn't the situation? What if that wasn't a thing? You know, what could you do instead? And the answer, the way or the solution to to reach that point where you're not having to or feeling like you're having to constantly be in that upkeep keep mode um, or else your whole house is going to fall apart is just to have less stuff. 
just to get rid of more things to where you could take three days off from doing anything with your house and it still wouldn't look that bad. You know, like right now I'm just kind of looking around my house. Sure, we have a blanket that's kind of messy on the on the couch. Um, I know we've got some dishes in the sink, but the floor is clear. The counters are cl- like there's not much stuff going on. There's not much clutter going on. And when you don't own that many belongings, then your reality of how much you're having to spend your daily minutes and your time in that upkeep mode is limited. It's decreased. So I just want to encourage you. That's what today is all about. I just want to encourage you to stop cleaning and organizing so much. Stop collecting so many organization tips and tricks. You know, just just make it simple. Just stop doing all those things. You're too smart for all of that. Just make it simple. Just get some stuff out the door and enjoy having less and doing less with your cleaning and organizing and saving up those hours. If you really got something out of this episode or you just really enjoy listening to the Mind Your Home podcast, then please go leave a review over on Apple Podcast. Obviously, we're on episode number 30. This is still a pretty a pretty new thing that we have going on, but I've gotten a lot of really great feedback from it. So reviews are very helpful in helping it to grow. Also, depending on when you're listening to this, there is still time to join in on the Cure the Clutter bootcamp. We've released video day one, but I have it all set up to get you caught up because we're diving into video number two tomorrow. So don't feel like you've missed out too much. If you really want to jump in, which I've got to say, this is really an awesome training. I think that people are just going to really enjoy and get a lot of value out of it. So if you do want to join in on that, then you can just go to miadanielle.com forward slash bootcamp, get yourself registered. I'll send you video number one, and then you can get all caught up with us tomorrow and be good to go. All right, I'll catch you soon.